tell me where in the world is crying in San Diego. Welcome back to Where in the World is Crime in San Diego. Happy Monday, everybody. We have missed you guys dearly. OMG, OMG. Happy 2024, almost yeah. two months late. Wow. I mean, like, first and foremost, we started this as a passion project and you know, we did get involved into this and it's so much goes into this. Like we do all the research and we, we do the best we can with, with what we're working with. And do we get things wrong sometimes? Of course we do. And, but most of the time, everything that we do our research on is out there for everyone to see. We're yeah. just helping you guys out, <laughs> but I, I love doing this. I've missed it. And it's just, life has just been so crazy in a span and a blink of a blink of an eye. Two months go by. Like, yeah. What happened? <laughs> so we've mentioned this before that we both have full-time jobs outside of this and side businesses and two kids and our schedules are insane. Not to mention baseball just started. So we're... <laughs> <laughs> and baseball and football was in. There's always a reason. Yeah. Uh, we decided to take a little time after the holidays because as we all know, they can get a little chaotic and we just needed a little bit of a breather to kind of start the year off right. Everybody says like January is a trial month and February 1st is like the real start of the year, which was our original plan was to just take January or take a week, I think. And then a week turned into two and two turned into a month. And needless to say that life got away from us and we had a little struggle making our way back. Yeah, I feel like I was dragging my feet. (laughs) We also had some behind the scenes things that we've been working on to continue this project and to keep it long term. So it's not like we weren't doing anything with the podcast. We just weren't doing things that you guys can see. Yeah. Like we were still getting DMs, messages here and there. People were checking on us. And then honestly, like, are you guys alive? Are you guys dead? Like, did you guys get divorced already? I do want to say every single week we had continuous downloads on our previous episodes, which just shows us that either new listeners are popping in or our previous listeners were going back to listen to other episodes. So just a huge thank you to everybody and anybody that was still listening, even in our absence. That meant so much. And it made us even more excited to come back and keep going. Yes, totally. Thank you so much. Uh, I mean, well said, Angie. So real quick, um, this is just more kind of like a, I like to call like update, see where we're, where you're, where at, what we've been kind of talking. Um, so first things first, happy new year, belated new year to everyone. Um, and then a lot has happened in these last 60 days. Yes. True crime does not sleep like yeah. ever. So as much as we wanted to say like our world stopped for a minute, like there was so many updates going on with cases that we've covered or cases that are, you know, out there for the public. Yeah. And honestly, if you're updating like every single day, there would be an update. So oh, we decided to collect everything that's happened from January to now and share that so you can kind of get up to speed. And then as things continue to change, we'll keep updating with whatever the the newest spread is. Yeah. So real quick, first things first, before we do our updates, uh, here in San Diego in the month of January, we got hit with a lot of rain. Um, back in 
August of last year, we had Hurricane Hillary. And the rain that we got in January alone was nothing compared to what this Hurricane Hillary that we were supposed to get. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the news, uh, if you're not from San Diego, but a lot of areas got flooded in the actual main uh, San Diego County uh, National City. So a lot of a lot of people lost their homes, unfortunately. And um, what's happening now is people who lost their homes or homes got flooded are getting calls from uh, realtors or like these, you know, house uh, mortgages or uh, vendors or what do you want to call yeah. them? I'm, I'm have a brain fart. <laughs> like the what are, the lenders, whatever the yeah. uh, realtors, people, people trying to buy those investment companies. Yes, yeah. there you go, investors trying to buy these houses from these people for for a super cheap rate compared to what the house is actually valued at. Just to take advantage of their desperation. Yeah, because their houses are completely lost. Like there's water damages, and a lot of houses here in San Diego County don't have, you know, that water insurance, and it's just they're being taken advantage of. So. Very sad time to be here in San Diego for those families and families, and I hope that uh, they can get through this pretty quickly. There are a lot of organizations that are doing either like donation drives or different things to help out those families. So if we see any, we'll definitely share them. If you've seen any, please send them our way because um, they have seen a lot of goodwill and a lot of other San Diegans come in and try to support in a time of need. And that's such a warm thing to see. So if yeah. you're in someone that's in a position to be able to help and you want to, we'll try to put some resources up. If you're someone that needs the assistance or you know someone that can benefit, direct them there and see if they can be assisted in any way. Um, but it really is heartbreaking to see how people's lives change overnight. Yeah, totally. So, And it's all particularly one neighborhood. Uh, was it Southcrest? Yeah, I think it, Southcrest. That one got hit hard. So uh, moving on. Now we have some updates for everybody. So I think this is personally everybody's favorite case at the moment, but it's the Larry and Maya case. And I know we were anxiously waiting for that trial to start in January um, due to some lawyer issues that he had back in October. His previous lawyers resigned and he was able to hire a new company or a new lawyer to defend him. So because of the overwhelming amount of evidence in this case, they need time to be able to catch up. So the original court was set to see if they're going to be able to keep their court date or if they're going to have to push it back. As of now, it's set for August to start the trial. It was supposed to be January. Um, but during this court, his lawyers took a chance to bring something up about Larry's contact. So if you guys remember, he was inappropriately having like these weird conversations with his kids that were just adding to the trauma. So he was restricted from speaking to the kids anymore. And then it got so severe because he would call his parents and then still talk to the kids. So because of violating that, they took all contact away unless it was in person. So he doesn't have phone calls. He can handwrite letters to the kids and a court appointed person reads them, scans them and then delivers them to the kids. So it is very regulated on what he can communicate about. Um, he can't talk about anything in the media. He can't talk about their mom. He needs to stick to like very bland conversations. How are you guys? Things like that. So he tried to bring it up and say that, you know, it's been two years. He hasn't had outside contact and like it should be a prisoner's right. And the judge just said, no, <laughs> like he violated it. He proved that he couldn't follow it. And if the other judge felt so strongly, like he wasn't going to go against their wishes. So that got denied. But his next court appearance is February 29th. 
So we should be hearing updates very soon on whether his lawyer has been able to catch up with the workload, if they think they're going to stay on track for August, if anything else was found in between. So there's more coming. I can feel it. That's this upcoming Thursday. Yes. And then another quick note, I saw the video of the new judge, Uh Camarena. Amazing, amazing mustache. (laughs) I am jealous. (laughs) Camarena, if you ever get wind of this, you have an amazing mustache. I am completely jealous. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been three years since Maya's disappearance, and they are still searching for her. They haven't given up. If you are someone that wants to volunteer, uh, we'll share that information as well. The Arabella. So if you guys remember Arabella McCormick, uh, she was adopted with her and her uh, younger sisters. And she, uh, it's hard to talk about this one because there's cases that come by and they just, you think about it and they, and they just hit you. They hit you, they hit you right in the gut. This update, even though it's not new, necessarily news, it still is so hard to talk about because it's child, uh, you know, um, neglect and it's man, even right now, just trying to talk about it. Um, so if you remember, Leticia is Arabella's uh, adoptive mother. Her husband shot himself in front of deputies while being confronted about the crime. Um, Leticia and her parents were arrested and Leticia was charged with murder and as well as her father, Stanley. And then the grandmother, uh, Adela, was just in jail. Well, the newest update is that there has been enough evidence where they actually charged Adele, Adela, sorry, with murder as well. So with her, there was a period of time when she was out on bail. There was. And because of this, she was brought back to the jail. Yes. Yeah. And now all three of them sit in jail without bail. And. That's where they'll stay until trial starts. And for anybody who wants the full story um, or more details on it, we, it was Justice for Arabella. That episode aired March 14th of 2023. If you go on our older episodes, you should be able to find it. Um, and that'll kind of give you a lot more details on what happened. Um, next update is Scott Peterson. So you guys might know that name because it's very common in the true crime world. If you're new to true crime, don't worry. Um, So many podcasts covered it, but there's always been this weird uncertainty about it. Like there's always been a line of doubt of was he able to do it? Was he just guilty because he's a husband? There's a lot of things that didn't quite line up perfectly. So it's never been like a slam dunk case. And to show that the Innocence Project actually stepped up and is taking Scott Peterson's case, which just got announced in January of this year. Um. They're retesting the samples for DNA. This case happened in 2002, so it is a little bit older. He's going on 22 years of this. Yes. Um, And juror number seven was accused of being involved with the legal system and not disclosing that. So there might have been like a little jury tempering as well. Um, So we'll see what comes of it. It's still new. It's still a long ways away from going back to trial. Yeah. So Scott Peterson, I... I think it's one of the, the top five crime cases in California that has been shocking. Yeah. I mean, it's also, I mean, probably the top 10 in the U S right. But long story short, Scott Peterson is accused of killing his wife and their unborn uh, eight month 
a pregnant wife uh, who was carrying their son, right? Yeah. Their son. And this was up in Modesto, so Northern California. And it, it's just wild. I, I don't know. If you guys want us to cover it, let us know. I'm happy to do, you know, kind of a deep dive, see what the new evidence is and like try to do a different take on it. But um, it's a very interesting case because there's so many pieces that don't quite match up. Yeah. I wonder if, I mean, CODIS has to play a factor in this one for sure. All right. Next update. Before we left our for a little break, uh, we had Michelle Mack, our episode return of the Mack. So she's a, a woman that lived in Bonsville, northern North County, San Diego, and she was arrested for stealing Ulta uh, lens crafters, um, you know, booty products. And it came out to that she actually almost stole eight million dollars. You mean Sephora, right? Sephora, Ulta, yeah, Sephora, Sephora is yeah. the other one that it's, I left out Sephora. My bad. So those beauty retail stores, but they also uh, included lens crafters for some reason. I think oh. for sunglasses. And so all these, some of these stores here in San Diego County were targeted. And in California, 21 different counties in California were targeted for, for these thefts. And 12, up to 12 women were involved in her scheme. Oh, dang. Yeah. So she would pay these women to go to a store, a hotel accommodations, and steal these beauty products and ship them to uh, a peel box here in Bonzel. Her next a court appearance is this upcoming Tuesday, the 27th. It's going to be a big court week. <laughs> it is. It, it, it truly is. So. so this summer, we will be part of the panel for the True Crime Podcast Festival in Denver, Colorado, from July 12th to July 14th. We will be joined by so many amazing podcasts. We are so excited. Um, if you're interested in going or you need a little getaway, we will put the link for the ticket so you can save your spot. Um, it's honestly going to be an amazing panel of different podcasters, anything from paranormal, true crime, and literally everything in between. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm totally excited to to go network with other podcasters and just be in the same room compared to other people that we can relate to. So it's, it's going to be really special. It's going to be pretty awesome. Yes. It's like a mini uh, Comic-Con. Is the way yeah. that I see it. So it's going to be pretty sweet. For podcasts and true crime. But yeah. Uh, one of the keynote speakers is going to be Sarah Turney. She's a sister of Alyssa Turney. Another huge case that's kind of blown up over the years. Um, that one is not San Diego based. But I am happy to do a recap of it for anybody that hasn't heard of it. Um, it's super moving how involved Sarah is in Alyssa's story and carrying her memory. Um, so I'm kind of like fangirling over the fact that she'll be there. And yeah, we really hope that if you're looking for a little summer getaway, you're able to make it out and join us because that would mean so much to us. Yes. So, yes, this summer is going to be great. And We're yeah. also working with Christina, who was able to do the self-defense classes for our one year anniversary. So there should be some classes coming up soon. Um, we're kind of working out some details on that end. But as soon as we get everything finalized, we'll be more than excited to share that so that hopefully more of you guys can come out. Um, It's a great opportunity to learn. She's amazing at what she teaches. And it's just something that's so knowledgeable to have and to continue to work on. It was a really fun first class that we had uh, this last August for the uh, one year anniversary. So I would be up for it again. I I would be the 
the guinea pig. I would be the, the, <laughs> the test dummy, I guess you can kind of say, right? Yeah. So I'll be down for that. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that's all our updates for today. Um, and uh, we do have one little one more here. Uh, we are expecting uh, expansion in August. Uh, we were expecting a baby. No biggie. But also the reason why we've been MIA for <laughs> two something months. That is correct. So Angie and I, we are expecting uh, an additional member to the family. Uh, that is also one of the reasons why these last two months we've been kind of MIA, uh, radio silent, podcast silent. Um, Angie's been going through the morning sickness and going through all the symptoms yes. and and everything. So it's definitely been a new experience, guys. And for any mamas <laughs> out there, my hat's off to you. Um, but yeah, our new podcaster will yeah. be here in August. Yeah. And then with that being said too, uh, so Angie will not be going to Denver with me for the uh, podcast event just because uh, she would be eight months pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So traveling and, is not advised at that point. Yeah. Traveling is not advised for her at all. So uh, filling in will be our good friend, Miggy who has done an episode with us in the past, and we will be introducing Miggy to fill in in uh, leading into uh, Denver yeah, in July. Yeah, so you guys will be hearing him a little bit more. He did amazing on the episode of Killer Couples with us last year for Valentine's, yes. and um, he truly has a passion for true crime and has such a different and unique perspective on these cases that neither Ader or I bring to the table. So it's really fun to hear his point of views. And um, yeah, we're excited to have him. And I'm really thankful that he is able to help us out. Yes. And yeah, we do have a plan to be more consistent. Um, just be a little patient with us because there is a lot of changes happening. Yeah, both behind the scenes and in our daily lives. So yeah. Yeah. So stick around, guys. This is just an update for you guys. Our episode for the week is dropping after you hear or listen to this uh, little update of us, but uh, we are excited. We're excited for 24 and uh, can't wait to see what arrives. Yes. And this episode that's coming up is literally completely insane. So let us know your feedback. 